Hey everybody, Francesca here reminding you that I will be in Sacramento at the SAC Punchline on Sunday, March 17th at 7 p.m. with none other than Matt Lieb. That's right, we are co-headlining. It'll be super fun. It is St. Patrick's Day, so I guess we're all drinking, maybe? Anyway, get your tickets. There should be a link in this description, and I hope to see you there. Hey everyone, Francesca here, out on maternity leave. What you're about to hear is a bonus episode from the archives originally recorded for the Frantifa, the Bituation Room's awesome patrons. They get new bonus content every week. And if you're thinking, hey, that's cool she's releasing stuff while she's out, and damn, that's a good story, and I should join the Patreon and support a new mom who's going to raise her kid to beat the crap out of Mitch McConnell as a 15-year-old so she can't face any hard time, then do it. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash room. You get perks like shout-outs, 20% off all merch, special access to AMAs, and a special edition of the weekly roundup from me while I am away. And if you can't do that right now, I get it. Just make sure to leave this podcast five stars on iTunes. Thank you so much, and enjoy. Dick Cheney was actually one of the only... Excuse one... me, Richard. Yeah. <clears throat> Ricardo <laughs> Cheney was one of two Republicans who were there commemorating, I guess, the one-year January 6th anniversary. I don't even know what to call it. Commemorating, honoring, whatever. Um, they were there. It was Liz Cheney and his dad, her dad, Dick Cheney, um, Richard Cheney. And it was stark because they were the only ones on like the left side of the aisle or the right side or whatever the hell side that the Republicans sit on. They were the only people there. I guess word got out that, you know, the Hamilton singers were going to be <laughs> giving uh, giving a rendition, <sighs> dear Theodosia. <laughs> but but so Dick Cheney's there and he's like there and he's kind of hobbling around. You know, once again, he literally doesn't have a heart. He has a series of like. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine inside his heart that like inside what used to be his heart inside his chest cavity. There's like a balloon that inflates and then gets like heated by a candle. It's a whole thing. Um, and, you know, he's he had a statement. He made a statement on why he was there. He said he was like he does not recognize the Republican Party as stands today. He said, quote, the importance of January 6th as a historic event cannot be overstated. I was honored and proud to join my da daughter on the House floor to recognize this anniversary, to commend the heroic actions of law enforcement that day and to re reaffirm our dedication to the Constitution. I am deeply disappointed at the failures of many members of my party to recognize the grave nature of the January 6th attacks and the ongoing threat to our nation. Really, bro, um, because this is the party that you, like, sowed. This is, you need to reap it now. It is time, Mr. Grim Reaper, to reap what you fucking sow. You know, we referenced earlier, you know, the ways that the military allowed white supremacists to serve in their ranks, the U.S. military. And Cheney was all about that shit. When it came to the war on terror, when it came to invading Iraq and Afghanistan, when it came to drone strikes, when it came to militarizing the border, when it came to the Patriot Act, like the more xenophobic, the better, baby. The more, the bigger the war machine, the better. And guess what? Turns out all that propaganda piped in 
just fu- just like funneled into American brains has has actually reaped a Republican Party that is far to the right than maybe what he would have liked, you know, than what he thought. Like maybe no mobs, but like mobs against the brown people, but not mobs against like a whites in power. Um, I so I'm just like, yo, Cheney. The last time you were in the fucking public eye, Sasha Baron Cohen was getting you to sign his waterboard. What the fuck? <laughs> NATO, are you there? I'm here. Uh, taking it in. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, the, um, you know, it, it, I mean, Dick Cheney harkens back to a, a, a more wholesome era of the Republican Party when they would just shot each other's face. Um, <laughs> the, um, you know, I think, I mean, to me, in some ways, it's like what, it, what's so remarkable is how desperate the Democrats are to like find the idea of good Republicans, you know, like, like they keep, you know, like they had John Kasich, you know, speak at the democratic convention and like, they keep sort of bringing up like heartbeat bill. Yeah. These, these Republicans who are, who like, you know, are, uh, you know, 5% less like, you know, uh, less tacky than Trump, but still horrible. Um, and they just, they, they so desperately want the Republican party of old and cannot conceive that that's not on the, you know, they just can't. And so, and you know, we, and we've talked about it before, but like how committed they are to, you know, after every single election, they're like, the problem is that we went too far to the left, that we embrace black people too much. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, you know, that that's the conclusion that the center draws after every every election, even the ones that they win. The problem is that we went too far to the left. Uh, and, and Democrats you know, do the same. Yeah. But that, no, I mean, that's, I'm, I mean, that's what I mean. You it's, mean Democrats. Democ- oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Democrats. It's like, you know, that there was this whole thing, after, you know, after 2020, when certain Democratic congressional candidates underperformed, you know, or lost yes. races, you know, that it was it was supposed to be a blowout against Trump. And it wasn't. And you know, and so then like they didn't and they blame the left. And then there were some special elections this year where uh, uh, what's his bucket? Um, the guy in Virginia one. lost, mm-hmm. you know, the Democrat in Virginia lost. And they were like, see, it's the left. And it's like, it's not the fucking. And then, you know, they will never. They're, you know, they're never going to out Republican the Republicans. And they're, you know, certainly not today's Republicans. Um, I think that if it's so funny because like. You see the denialism and the just insanity from the right and Trump supporters who still who somehow think or they, they you know, they're inventing sort of excuse after excuse to say why January 6th wasn't Trump supporters. Oh, it was a CIA. Oh, it was Antifa. Ah, it was BLM. Well, they, they got duped and they were tourists, you know, whatever it was. And, you know, it's all about the cabal and the Hillary. Like if if Republicans or if Democrats really wanted to appeal to people on the right and conservatives. You got to give him something like maybe just give him Hillary, you know, be like, we know where the bodies are buried. (laughs) Give him Hillary. She is part of the cabal. Like if you really you will get in with the base of the Republicans. If that's what you want, (laughs) sacrifice your girl. Um, 
<laughs> Pr- Prince Andrew fucked Hillary on Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island. Uh, right? Exactly. You know, you're going to have to give them something because that's what they want. They will not be satisfied until you're, you, like Nancy Pelosi does rip off her skin and is like, I am the lizard queen, you know? Give them that. They don't want Hamilton. They want you to reveal your tail. Can you imagine, like, the QAnon shaman being like, oh, dear Theodosia, now I <laughs> repent my ways. <laughs> <laughs> I was horribly oh, mistaken. I preferred the original cast, but... Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. When you um, put it like that... Now, I have to say, though, as much as I fucking despise Dick Cheney, I really wish that Liz would distance herself a little bit more from his legacy and just him in general, other than, you know, changing her last name. But I do think Liz Cheney, here's what I will say. I've never felt like we need a better Republican Party. I I really haven't up until a year ago. I think a year ago is when I was like, yeah, no, we could use a better Republican Party. No, no, I think I'm okay. Like, like maybe we should rein in the insurrection and the mobs, you know, like, let's, hey, no mobs. Um, but in some ways, you're like, well, this is the mask off version of this party. But I, I guess I, what I'm saying is I am a little bit of a, a sucker because I do want people like Liz Cheney to have more of a say and a voice in her own party, even though I do think that people like her dad are the reason that we have descended into fascism um, because of some of the things that they showed during their time um, to say nothing of the Tea Party, et cetera. But this is Liz Cheney sort of talking about you know, she's on the January 6th commission. Here she is talking about how the Republican Party, in her mind, has a decision to make in the future. We, as Republicans, have a choice to make. I am a conservative Republican. I believe strongly in uh, the policies of low taxes and limited government and a right. strong national defense. I think the country needs a strong Republican Party going forward, but our party has to choose. We can either uh, be loyal to Donald Trump or we can be loyal to the Constitution, but we cannot be both. And uh, right now, uh, there are far too many Republicans who are trying to uh, enable the former president, embrace the former president, look the other way and hope that the former president goes away, trying to obstruct the activities of this committee. Uh, but we won't be deterred. In- oh, that's a tough choice, NATO. Oh, man, dude. Constitution or Trump? Ooh, gee, you're... You're a QAnon shaman. What do you do? I mean, you stole the Constitution like a year ago, and you you got like six months max. Um, so my what guess the is they're choosing. Constitution ever Trump. do for me? <laughs> Nothing. God damn it. No, it's so funny because these motherfuckers. You don't understand, Liz. You don't understand. Like, bless your your war criminal heart, but don't you get? that they will throw the Constitution under the bus. They already say, Republicans already say, well, guess what? We don't, we shouldn't even be a democracy. Maybe it shouldn't be one person, one vote. Maybe we shouldn't have, you know, freedoms for all people. Maybe as part of the, you know, as Article 14, Section 3 of the Constitution says, if you aid and abet an insurrectionist, you should be fucking out of office. You think they're going to have any loyalty to that article? No. So I am I am like, I wish there was a better Republican Party. But when I hear Liz Cheney, don't you kind of hear like 
Pelosi, Klobuchar. Uh, like I hear a centrist. I hear a centrist Democrat. I don't hear the Republican Party of 2021, 2022 now. Well, and I mean, and I don't, yes, right. I mean, it's it, because she's, you know, like, like poised and not obviously fucking insane and like, you know, huffing horse tranquilizers. But um, she, you know, exactly what Chris is saying. Like, it's like, what is, you know, okay. So she, she believes in low taxes and limited government mission accomplished. Like what else is there to fight for? You know what I mean? Like, you know, we just let a million people die in this country, you know, because of limited government didn't want to respond to the pandemic. Like, yeah. So, you know, what's the, like, it's not clear to me what, what it, I mean, other than the sort of conceptual tackiness of it, like what are the objectives that she's trying to achieve that aren't being achieved? I mean, yeah. Who's, I I guess I'm wondering like who she's speaking to. She, she, it's like, well, that's what I mean. I think that she and centrist Democrats have a lot in common. They believe there's some middle ground that can be, you know, snake charmed or like just needs to be like woken up. And like, I don't, Cheney, Cheney's completely at a loss. She doesn't have a base. There's no base there. Um, Anyway, Chris, Chris, by the way, Nada was referring to Chris. That's a comment or Chris segment. Thank you for reminding us that, you know, Cheney voted with Trump 90% of the time. But yeah, then Chris also comments that you admire, you know, her and Adam K, Adam Kissinger. Um, and I do as well. Like, I think it's good that they spoke up. Um, but it is. I'm just you're I'm, barking I, up I, the I, wrong I, tree. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, I think that the it's like the only way that things will, you know, they need to be, there's no reasoning with, with the current Republican party. It just needs to be, you know, this extremist faction needs to be, isn't going to be defeated until it's crushed. And so, you know, uh, uh, like they need to be completely out in the wilderness, um, and see the world, you know what I mean? And the world go, go hug a tree. Yeah. And, and we're never going to defeat them with by not taking them seriously or without like a strong honestly without a strong left yep i wanted to talk about this story because uh my brother is a public school teacher um currently you know teaching with all the windows open and shit and like there's like uh ventilators and um not ventilators what am i talking about um uh, air filtration systems that they mm-hmm. got set up, you know, and uh, back to school, of course, during Omicron. He recently was like, I don't know, a lot of teachers are getting sick, you know, teachers are getting sick, and they can't come to school anymore. And they can't, you know, teach uh, because they don't want to get their kids infected. Because mm-hmm. um, they're good people. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> you know, generally, I mean, they're all yeah, yeah. teachers. So there's already, I think there's a baseline of being a fairly good person because you're straight up like, yeah, money, service, let's do service. Like, I'm helping people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I had to, you know, study to get this. This was not, like, this is no after-school program. But <laughs> I I wanted to talk about, because there's been some developments, and I just can't believe uh, what the hell is going on. But there's been shortages of teachers, and in places like Oklahoma, uh, states and governors are turning to the cops. So 
this is from uh, Mike, and um, it's uh, headline is cops are teachers now, I guess. Um, what's happening in Oklahoma after the state's Republican governor, Kevin Stitt? pushed for a return to in-person learning despite concerns raised by teachers and parents alike. There have been a number of coronavirus outbreaks throughout schools that have left staff and students out sick. Instead of returning to remote learning, Stitt, who ran on the promise to, quote, recruit, train, and retain great teachers, let's see what happened with that, signed an executive order that allows state employees with no formal education training, again, not that master's degree that most teachers have, to step in and serve as a substitute teacher in order to keep in-person classes going so what did that mean uh cops uniformed cops still with guns teaching classes so this is from more police department uh this is like a post more pd is a proud community partner of more public schools this week several on-duty officers like yo what what? <laughs> How are you on duty? Are serving in the classroom as schools to continue f- to face teacher and staff shortages? Today, officers Stromsky and Lewis covered sixth grade classes at Apple Creek Elementary. Additional officers are s- serving Hochin and Broadmoor. We're thankful to be able to assist our community during these difficult times. Will, is this adorable, frightening, somewhere in frightening. between? It's certainly, I mean, I worked in public schools for uh, like 10 years or so, too, in oh, Chicago wow. first and then to New York. And uh, the Chicago school I worked at was like kind of an affluent school where I, it was a public school, but it was like, you know, a lot of the, the, sub, the half of the students at least came from mm-hmm. money. And then the okay. other half, I think came from the neighborhood, but it was like, um, just it, police presence in schools is not great. <laughs> you know, it's especially in New York in the New York schools, man, it's like that really sort of hones in the prison, the, the, the school to, you know, classroom to, to prison pipeline. Yeah. That they always talk about that they pretty much enforce on public school children. It's like having them come in and teach now. It's like, no, now you're just, you're basically telling me like, oh, no, this is all I can be is around police the rest of my life. Like, what are they even teaching at this point? Like, they're not stepping in and go and, you know, talking like they're not doing the geometry lesson. They're not yeah. doing the English lesson. They're like, so my gun is here and my taser is here. What? Or was it the other way around? I think, right. you know, I think that. No, the tasers on the left. They're go- hang on. Let me phone a friend. Like they're like, they do not. What are they teaching them? They're just there, the like putting question. on a video or some. You know, how? What do they know about the curriculum? Like, if it's English class and there's like a book, it's like, this is, like, I don't want to, you know, insult all cops, but it's like, what's the likelihood this this cop has read this book recently? No, you know? <laughs> I mean, and maybe like. I don't know. Maybe everyone will learn. Like maybe they'll be like, right. "Oh hell yeah, I'm actually reading and uh, learning a lot." Um, <laughs> they like, like if the books if books aren't banned yet, they'll yeah, you know, like read know <laughs> the Invisible Man or something. And be like, I really understand. Like you know, the Black Americans more than I used. I don't know. Like what? Maybe, <laughs> like, maybe I should be a better cop. <laughs> maybe I should be. A, maybe I shouldn't just be so yeah willy nilly. Yeah. Um, wow, I really rushed the judgment a lot here. Like. Trigger happy is what I is what I called willy nilly, willy nilly, just willy. (laughs) Another willy nilly police officer. Um, Done it again. Yeah, like critical race theory is not even a real thing that schools have tried to implement. You know, it's just more of a fictional thing to yell at. But it's like, what if they did actually learn critical race theory? A little bit of critical. (laughs) There's got to be a student who's like, 
I'm going to work with this. Like we, yeah. can, we, I'm going to do something like somehow I'm going to infiltrate, put a little like uh, Audrey Lord up in there, like some Tony Morrison, <laughs> you know, um, just like, they think like this is their time. And then, but yeah, you're right. What's going to happen is the cops are going to like in, if let's imagine kids are acting out, which by the way, you know, this from working in public schools, kids act out when their, their teachers are out. Yeah. You teacher, you know, like you're going to act out. So if they get disrespected and even more so for their, because they're cops and let's be real, not a lot of respect in that right now with due reason. Um, <laughs> what do they, if they break up a fight or if they like, you know, they're going to slam people to the ground again. Like I remember was happening. Like when cops were let into schools, there was like that one video of the, that young woman being thrown to the ground from her desk. Exactly. Like horrible shit like that. And um, that's just like a regular occurrence too. That's what's so messed up. When they're in the schools, I mean, they act like they're in the streets sometimes, the cops. And then it's like, hey, this is a school. Like, <laughs> this is exactly. a safe space, legitimately. And, <laughs> and they're on the lone wolf is you, buddy. I think that's what we're doing this shoot, this drill for. Um, and they and their on duty is insane. And I see um, Zero PE saying they want to get use, kids used to a police state. Um, J320, the law of instrument, when you have a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And for sure, yeah, when, absolutely. but also like, this is a this is a governor who was like, oh, I'm going to train teachers. How do you think Oklahoma teachers feel? Which, by the way, now I'm remembering, Oklahoma was actually like a big site of teacher strikes and mobilizations before. Yeah, yeah like 2014, 15, if I remember, like before some of the blue states started like, you know, organizing and stuff and some of the teachers unions like Oklahoma went on like straight up wildcat strikes. Um for their teachers' rights. I remember that. Um, I was doing a story in Oklahoma once about fracking, actually, for National Geographic, and so mm. random. I went to, like, a restaurant, and the teacher, the the woman working at the counter at the restaurant was like, oh, I'm also a teacher. I'm like, you know, I, this is my night job. Right. And I was like, damn, you know. That, I and my history. <laughs> yeah, no, go for it. Sorry. You saw your, no, 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 did you? <laughs> I was like, my history teacher worked at Men's Warehouse, so it was, like, in high school. So it was one of those things where, like, he definitely saw all of us because we were all going to the school dance. And I'm sure that must have been, like, such a weird experience for him where it's like, oh, man, I teach these like, kids on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yo, could, could you could you hook it up for the dance, though, with the, with the suit, you know, and with the pinstripes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would have never not – I would have never let that go if I knew a te- my teacher worked at Men's Warehouse. I would definitely yeah. clown them because I would – Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> piece of shit class clown like whatever I mean, it's been like 25 years and i'm still recalling it and it's like... <laughs> we'll not live it down okay <laughs> but this is not okay one one last thing so it's not just oklahoma guys new mexico is calling on their national guard members to become to volunteer to become licensed substitute teachers which at least there's like you know maybe they're being they're being trained um they're calling it the supporting teachers and families uh effort uh, this is all because all of this is because they do not want to go back to in-person training. Uh, in per- uh, sorry, they don't want to go back to online learning, only only in-person teaching, which wow. at a certain point is like, why don't why don't you just be more flexible with it? Like, who knows what the next variant is going to be? We hope it'll be better. Well, what if it's not? What if it's more deadly? John Idarola of the Damage Report still here with me, and we had just enough to talk about this, you know, 
not every single person who has naysayed or cast doubt on COVID-19 or the vaccine or been an anti-vaxxer deserves recognition. Mm -hmm. You know, not every Reddit thread can be lifted up, but this guy um, maybe deserves an extra special little uh, karmic shout out because he filmed himself resigning from his position as a state trooper. Um, and he decided to film himself and his, uh, his name is, hang on, I have his name, Robert LeMay. And Robert LeMay um, recorded this video back in, I don't know, a few months ago. Who knows? Uh, but just watch the video and then we'll talk about it. It was See, the 40s. It was, uh, you know, <laughs> 1946. Yeah. Hitler yeah. had just evaded Poland. Wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So state 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. powerful music so that's him um because he refused to get vaccinated and he's a state trooper and that is a requirement by governor jay inslee of washington state he resigned um and robert lemay um after quitting his job um kind of went on a speaking circuit right so he after leaving patrol lemay embarked on an immediate appearance and public speaking engagements and at one point uh actually appeal appealed for gas money in a gofundme post in a profile piece shortly after he resigned lemay said he was working as a traffic flagger so things weren't great but he was you know sort of making the media rounds um he was a married father of four and said he was also waiting for a sign from god that he should take the vaccine but he never got one and he also said the government should not be mandating vaccines, even though governments have long required other vaccines. Um, that is up until Robert LeMay died of COVID-19. Uh, this just two days ago. Um, and his a, a cousin of his told the Daily Beast that his mother had kept him updated on LeMay's condition since he was hospitalized about four weeks ago. Thomas was told LeMay had been on a ventilator before succumbing to the virus around 3 p.m. Friday. So I don't know. Jay Inslee will probably not record a kiss my ass Robert LeMay video, but there you have it. Yeah. Falling into his own trap. Uh, like so many people have done. So many. Yeah. Inslee probably won't. If he was a parrot, maybe then he would do it. But <laughs> non parrots don't generally go that way. Um, Yeah, it is sad. Um. As you said, there's just an endless stream of these. Uh, we used to start the TDR pre-show uh, most days with, you know, uh, either someone who's big in the anti-vax community, a former, you know, mommy blogger who's died, or a radio person or a pastor. Like, there's a lot of chaos in the world that can be really shocking. The fact that there's a pandemic, it really came out of nowhere and shocked us. But then also... Sometimes the world is not shocking. It actually makes a lot of sense. And person after person who has said, my identity is that I will not protect myself from this fatal disease dying, that sort of makes it seem as if the universe works the way you would think. It's tragic. I hate that these people are dying. I really do, even though most of them would, would hate my guts. They don't care about anyone, you know, who's a lefty or whatever. But I just, I hate that so many have died. They've, like, this guy yeah. had friends and family that have just lost someone important to them because of this political stand he was sort of conned into making. Absolutely. And it, and that's exactly right. It's like, it's such a 
easy con of like, I, like, I know you want to be different and individualistic and so maybe tough, bro. Although the tough thing would just be to get your goddamn vaccine. But like, Mm -hmm. Don't choose this. Choose like I would rather you get mad at like Minnie Mouse or like green M&Ms, but like <laughs> still got vaccinated because at yeah. least you'd be keeping yourself and other people safe. And it reminds me you're talking about them having families. Think of all the stories we don't hear about people who didn't die themselves, but whose relative died, yeah. like who who their relative died or who maybe they got sick and recovered, but someone they infected didn't recover. Like that's not a. Yep. That's not a headline, but these. Well, you, you know, how would you know? Right, exactly. We yeah. won't know, but if they're like the shock jock AM radio host, or you know, a, a state trooper going viral for calling, telling Jay Inslee to kiss his ass or whatever. Like that's when we we find out. But the death toll in their wake is so much larger than that. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. It would be hard to come up with another sole cause for as much non-intentional murder as being against doing the socially responsible stuff in regards to the pandemic. Like so many people have non-consensually, but again, it gets a little bit complicated because the, some people are really enthusiastic about not wearing masks and not socially distanced and all that have killed so many people. It's yeah. really devastating. And also when has there been an instance where like the group that like we've tried to stop these people from dying and they hate us the more we try to stop them from <laughs> yeah. when does that happen yeah, like i know ever in history like i just don't want you to die and you hate my guts because of that but it happens all the time we also argue for gun control right that's, we yeah, don't want true. them yeah. to die i wouldn't care if if a kid or a person were a republican oh yeah they got shot in a walmart but they were a republican so i don't care mm -hmm. no that's not like that's no one's principle. That's no one's value, um, yeah. you know. And we're, we remember like when um, the mass shooting in Vegas happened, and there were you know people who were carrying weapons, and they were remember one of the bands had like a like a bunch of guns in their in their car. Oh one yeah, one of the yeah, bands true. did had a bunch of weapons in their car, and they were like, we did not know where the bullets were coming from, even if you believed that other like crossfire killed bad guys where would we shoot um yeah. so you know it stretches the limits and everyone was like they thought that they were being you know everyone was like oh that's a false flag because it was a you know country show and ergo they were republican as if that's a correlation but anyway um it's just it's sad and it's to totally needless and and one thing that i don't think we focus enough on is um you know initially many of them had said they weren't going to take this because i just don't know what if there's side effects or something? Well, as every additional month gets added, it 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 really puts a face on the lie that like some of them may have thought that that was why they weren't doing it. Really, it was because they were following the leader, whether the leader was Tucker Carlson or Donald Trump or Joe Rogan or whatever. Um, and eventually, you know, they've they've sort of cloaked it by believing all this insane stuff that they read online or on VAERS. Like they've been convinced that, no, I was right, Vares. actually. Like so many people have died from taking the vaccine. It's not true, of course, um, but it's it's just a political identity. It is we have this myth of the like dying on a hill for an issue, yep. and very rarely are people asked to actually die. But they have there's a line hundreds of miles long of conservatives ready to be the next person. Well, and that's why I think you know I see some 
some comments, which by the way, uh, thank you, sexiest people on the planet, Roller Dragon, Zero PE, Double O. Obviously, the Frantifa and the patrons are the sexiest, but um, I see some comments that people are like, you know, some lefties do think like that. And actually, I'll be honest, I gloat and I'm happy when it's someone like John, you mentioned, like a leader, like someone who actively spread horrible amounts of misinformation. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 we are better. I didn't want them to die. But is it better that they're not spreading their lies anymore? Yeah. Yeah. This guy, however, thought he was taking a stand. He's not some great big sort of he doesn't have a huge platform. Sure. Maybe sure. he made some media rounds, whatever. They lifted him up and they used him. They used him as a, oh, you're our hero. Oh, you got COVID and died. Well, you know what, bud? You're not even going to be a fucking footnote on Newsmax. We will no. never speak your name again. Just like Herman Cain. You died for the cause. Literally. And uh, no. no, we're not going to even honor you with There's saying no how you died or change our exactly change our tune because we know you died because you got COVID because you weren't vaxxed. No yep. respect. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you want to be a martyr, you better get shot breaking into the Capitol on the right because there's a lot of potential martyrs that they they don't want to acknowledge when they lose their job for the cause. That's a sort of martyrship they're willing to bring you onto Fox and Friends for. But three months later, when you needlessly die of COVID and maybe take some of your family members with you, they don't remember your phone number anymore. No. Nope. Oh, my God, John. I mean, think about this also, what we are not hearing. And 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 every time one of these folks dies, their family, what do they always say? Get vaccinated. Please get vaccinated. Yep. Right? And you have to read about that. But I would bet you that the same family members trying to call in to Fox to get on to like actually be oh. to speak publicly about that after maybe their relative was, you know, lifted up as a hero. I bet you there are way more of those people who've, who've tried to get through and have their message spread. But like, nope, that's that call's not yeah. getting returned. No, um, definitely not. No chance. One last thing before you go, John. Why so many celebrities? Why are there so many celebs who are anti-vax? Why Evangeline Lilly is at a anti-vax protest? Yeah, was she part of the truck blockade or the the caravan? <laughs> the convoy. The evil it's caravan. Convoy. Probably not. No, she. Look, let's let's remember, and I think you sort of acknowledged this just a few minutes ago. The anti-vax movement. I mean, look, I don't know for sure what the breakdown was ideologically, but I don't think that the median was on the right prior to the pandemic. It's now overwhelmingly that way. But lots of lots of people who were anti-vax 10 years ago when it was, I don't know, measles or something, they've now continued to be. I, I don't know what her politics are. By the way, no, nobody really seems to know for sure if Evangeline Lilly is herself vaccinated. She had a photo up on her Instagram of like someone signed said vaxxed Democrat against the mandates or something. So some of them will get vaxxed, mm. but then be against the mandates. Mm. Okay. But yeah, they, they have this sort of radical idea of bodily autonomy. What do she you think about that? The, the pro pro choice thing for it. Yeah, she, I mean, she, like, can, do you, she can believe whatever she wants. If you were vaccinated Sad. though, if you were vaccinated, like, would you come out against mandate? Like, that just seems because, by the way, as we've clarified a bazillion times, it is also a testing mandate. Yes. In fact, it's not even a vaccine mandate. It's just regular testing. Like I call bullshit on I'm vaccinated, but I'm against mandates, just like meatloaf. R.I.P. 
I didn't say shit on Twitter, trying to pay my respects. His name was Robert Paulson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> True. But like, let's be real. Meatloaf was like, yeah, fuck a vaccine, blah, blah. And then he died. And like, yep. we don't know if he was vaccinated. My guess well, is I, he was not vaccinated. Yeah, I don't know really anything about his politics or his vac status or whatever. But yeah, it's it's just, it's it's unfortunate. Look, by the way, we're questioning whether it makes sense to be vaxxed, but against mandates. But let's all also bear in mind that because of how dishonest most grifters are, the default status of people with a platform who are against mandates is vaxxed, but against mandates. They're just lying about being vaxxed. Oh, there yes, are some yes. true believers, yes. sure, but the vast majority of them definitely got vaccinated as quickly as they could lie about it and then go on to tell people they shouldn't get vaccinated. Oh, 100%. So yes, that's exactly right. Anyone who's openly saying they're vaccinated, why would they also be openly saying they're against sure. mandates? But you're totally right. Every Fox news host, Candace Owens, et cetera, they're all vaccinated. Tucker we Carlson know that. Isn't. Tucker Carlson, like he stays up at night worried that a peasant is going to give him a germ absent <laughs> a pandemic. You think he's going to open himself up to, to early death he's got tens of millions of dollars he's not he's, he's not wasting one day he's insured his like brow you know like <laughs> the last thing i'll say is evangeline lily has the sort of the makings of for me one of those um wealthy hollywood anti-vaxxers and yep. again like rogan who I don't think Rogan really pretends to be working class, but I think because of the MMA, because of the comedy, because of him being kind of like saying whatever, smoking weed, there is an air of working classness. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. He's a, you know, multimillionaire. He's richer not. than Pelosi. He ain't, he's not a working class. Absolutely. And they have access to all of the drugs. Not only that, you can have a private car, you can have a private plane, you can be, you can insulate yourself completely and mitigate your risk. You yep. have the best health care. You're not waiting in a in a fucking uh, like hospital uh, hallway to get attended to. You should be, but you're not. You're buying all the care that you need. So again, with the like, we had some people on from uh, conspiracy, uh, conspirituality. This like the wellness, um, Gwyneth Paltrow esque. All you have to do is yeah. buy your way into health. And be rich enough, I think, is very captivating. And so the people that we see, the celebs that we see that are anti-vax, they're just elites. They're just they're, they're anti-vax because they're elites. 100%. Yeah. And they can afford to be.